podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Joining me in this episode is founder of The Swag, Peter Pinney. The Swag has been designed to keep your produce fresher for longer. It's made with three different and unique layers of 100% natural, unbleached, unseeded cotton materials. There are three layers. So one layer protects your fruit and veggies from drying out too quickly. There's another layer which protects the fruit and veggies and keeps them really well hydrated. And the third layer lets your fruit and veggies breathe. I have a set of these bags and they really do keep your produce lasting longer at a much higher quality. So Peter Pinney, who's the founder of The Swag, joins us today. Peter has had a fascinating journey building her business and has also launched very successfully in the USA. So during this episode, we talk about the inception of the product, launching the business, the success of video content and how it's helped educate potential customers, getting her product into Oprah's hands and what came next, plus a whole load more. I absolutely know you're going to love this episode. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Alison? I'm really well. It was so lovely to meet you at the Naturally Good Expo. I know. It was it was great to put a face to the, well, I've seen you in pictures that put a real live, tangible face to the voice. It's yeah. lovely. Isn't it nice when you meet people in real life? I saw your sign and I was like, right, I'm making a beeline over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was wonderful. Wonderful to meet So let's introduce you to everyone. Um, I think if we kick off with you just saying who you are and what you do. Sure. My name's Peter and I am the founder of The Swag. Um, My company started um, back on the 24th of August 2016 when I launched a product that keeps your vegetables fresh and crisp for weeks without any plastic and it's um, we're all about a la natural around here. So uh, everything that we do uh, when it comes to the end of its life, although it's all built to last years, but when it does come to the end of its life, it's um, basically you can dig it into the ground and the earthworms and bacteria will break it down in a matter of months, so with zero impact on the planet. So that's what we're all about. So good. So can we explain the actual product so they can visualise it if they haven't seen it before? Sure. So it's a it's a, a a cotton bag basically. It's unbleached, unseeded cotton. So it's cotton at its actual at its rawest. Um, it's so raw that you can't. It's so natural you can't actually print onto the bag. So we had to sew little patches on um, because the the print just washes off because it's so porous and natural. And in order to print onto the bag, you'd have to put a chemical there and so on and so forth. Anyway, I'm getting off track. So it's a bag, it's multi-layered and uh, we've got patents uh, around the world and the central layer holds, um, it's, a, it's a, a layer that's made to specification and it holds the bulk of the moisture. And because your fresh produce is living, like you and I, it needs air and water to survive, just like you and I. And when we, we trap it in plastic or seal it in plastic, it actually kills it a lot quicker. So it's trying to breathe and hydrate and then it, it, there's condensation that builds up on the inside of the plastic bag and then it rots a lot quicker. So the swag just enables it to breathe and hydrate, which keeps it alive and nutrient-rich a lot, lot longer. So how much does it extend the shelf life of the produce, would you say, on average? 
on average two weeks. There's some slight variables, like regional areas you might see a little less or depending on how old the produce is or how, you know, how far it's had to travel. But if you're buying seasonal produce from the farmer's markets, oh, you'll see easily two weeks or more. You know, carrots will last, last months in there. Um, and celery will last three or four weeks. So everything has a different lifespan. But um, but generally, as a rule of thumb, if you're not seeing two weeks, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> it's so good because when I got my set, I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And I've, I've used them ever since, which is probably over a year now. Yeah. And, and when I saw you at the expo, you said, oh, you can also, we've na- we now do bread bags as well. And I was like, of course, what a great idea. Yeah, so they came about because our customers were emailing us and calling us saying, hey, I'm using the swag for my artesian and sourdough breads and it's making a difference by an extra day or two and they were loving it and they were taking it to the shops to put the bread in at the point of purchase. So that's um, when we came up with the bread swag and we've obviously moved into tea swags because there's a lot of plastic in um, commercial many commercial tea bags. Uh, so we've got reusable tea swags and lunch swags and produce bags and carry bags and everything that you need to for, for plastic-free shopping essentially and to avoid plastic as much as possible and, and go reusable and natural. So how did you come up with this business idea? Well, I, it was interesting because I think I think my childhood had a hell of a lot to do with it. I grew up in a um, northwest of Sydney on acreage with lots of animals and a big veggie garden, a worm garden, and we didn't have any garbage service, so we were very conscious of our waste. And I guess once, so we were living very sustainably back then, as you can imagine. Um, but one, once I sort of went off and did the whole Aussie thing and travelled around the world, uh, I settled back in Sydney and I was buying all the fresh produce in the single plastic bags and putting the zucchinis in their own bags and twisting them and putting them into the fridge. And literally just three days later, they'd be just mush in the bag. And having lived and had fresh produce and knowing how long it could last, it made se- it just made sense that it was that the plastic was killing it. And I could see the condensation building up inside the plastic bag. And actually that's your nutrients leaving your fresh produce. So um, so your pre- fresh produce is is, is rapidly rapidly diminishing in, in nutrients when you trap it in plastic. So um, and when I saw that sort of beading, I was like, yeah, it's trying to breathe. And it just was a monkey on my shoulder and it was just something that I just paid a lot of attention to and I felt so incredibly guilty throwing out this, you know, produce that had turned so quickly and the money and the waste that I was I was creating. And um, and so I just made it my my problem to solve <laughs> essentially. And then and then you called it the swag. So how did you come up with that business name? Because people get stumped on business names. Oh, yes, I know. Well, originally when I first started, I, I came up with the prototype and it was actually very different to the to the product that I have today. It was actually little pockets where you could put all your fresh herbs, um, dampen down the bag because that's the, the idea of the swag. You actually dampen down the bag, wring out the excess water and put all your fresh produce in and... So with this one, it was lots of pockets so you could put the little herbs in and then it rolled up and went into the fridge. So the original original swag started just for herbs because they were turning 
probably they were the hardest thing to keep, I found. Yeah. Um, and then I realised from a practicality point of view that it, you couldn't wash it because you couldn't turn the little pockets inside out and get all the little leaves that were trapped inside, which wasn't good, wasn't ideal. So then I created that just the envelope style um, single thing and then I just started throwing everything in there and I realised everything was lasting two weeks. Yeah, so that was because it rolled up on itself um, like a little swag. It was actually when I took the prototype to my mum and she was trialling it, she goes, you should call it the swag. So she actually came up with the name. Such a good Uh, idea. Yeah, it was. And it sort of just stuck. And that was like probably six years before I got my product to market that I just couldn't come up with a better name. And it just, because it's a, the swag represents, you know, the the Aussie um, foot, traveller that travelled the, yes. the the outback or looking for work in, in farms and they'd have their swag and inside their swag would be all of their possessions and their food and they would roll it up and they'd, they'd walk on foot and try and find work and if they didn't, they'd roll out their swag and sleep under a gum tree and eat what they had and it was about using the most of what you have and, you know, treading lightly on the on the planet, I guess. And so that sort of, you know, when you roll your, your veggies up into this little swag and tuck them into their swag sleeping bags and put them in the crisp for their beauty sleep, it really does. It's a rejuvenating sleep. So it sort of all kind of links into the swag and the journey of the swag as well. Yeah. How long were you, you know, in that prototype phase before you launched? Because it sounds like a long time. It was. It was because I was working full time and Mm. I had children as well in that time and got married. So um, that was all life was sort of going along. But it's interesting. I think every every roadblock that I came across and every um, delay was really meant to be because I don't think that the Australian market or the global market was in the headspace for this product. No, they weren't ready. They, there's no way they would have been ready six years ago. That's right. Yeah. So I would have, I probably would have gotten to market, and it would have just not, not, not taken off. But when I did uh, launch it on the 24th of August 2016, it, I, you know, I launched by my personal base, Facebook page and just did a little video, and it just took off. And within you know, 15, 20 minutes of or less of um, of launching that um, via my Facebook page, I had customers buying it and pe- complete strangers that I didn't really? even know. Because that was my next question was how did you launch it? So did you launch that via your personal Facebook page or did you also have a business page at that point? No, it was my personal. I had a business page but I had no one following me. Yeah. So I actually did it through my personal Facebook mm. page bit of a muddle to start with but eventually we got the proper page up and running and started getting the following and whatnot but do you do you you think it was the video that helped make those sales the video was really really great and I know when Nourish Life uh, who was our first stockist that took us on board they approached us and and they used that video and it they said it was the most um shared got the most comments and was the most successful new product launch that they've ever ever done. Really? Okay, so let's talk about the video. <laughs> was, was it expensive for you to put together or did you manage to do it on a budget? Well, I, I, I don't, it was $2,000, okay? Oh, that's so $2,000 worth spent, isn't it? It was 
$6,000 worth spent. And I think, yeah. you know, I didn't get hair and makeup done or I didn't do anything. I was a little bit awkward because I was like, oh, who's going to be listening to me? Like, really seriously. <laughs> and I didn't even know whether the product would resonate with the world, even though I'd had such great feedback from people that tried the prototype and whatnot. So, um, but I, I was very unsure of myself and very unsure of who would be listening to me or wh- whether anyone would respond at all. So, I was a little bit sheepish, but I think that that lends itself to the product as well because we we're just we're, we're a pretty humble product and we try and keep um, you know our our products achievable and get, keep them at a reasonable price so that the masses can afford them. That's so good. So did you find then, like what you're saying is it took off very quickly from your personal Facebook page, which is everybody's dream. Did did it continue in that way or did you kind of then hit a point where it went just radio silence and you're going, what what do I do next? There was only, yeah, there actually there was a little bit, I must admit. It was bubbling away but there was just so much it was bubbling away. I had this huge lodge and then it was bubbling away, but I, I think it was more me. I wasn't hearing any feedback from um, customers and it was about four weeks into it and I'm like, oh, I didn't have any instructions with the bags. I didn't have, you know, nothing. I just sort of gave them the bag and said go forth and conquer kind of thing. And so then I started having like little heart palpitations thinking, what if it's not working for them? What if they're But then one by one these reviews after about the four-week mark started coming in and once those reviews came in, then it started, the organic growth really started to happen. So there was a slight lull, I'd say, between the third and fourth week and it was worrying for a while there. But then, yeah, once the reviews came in, it was just, oh, we were off. Where where were the reviews coming in? Were they on your website or your Facebook business page or were they emailing you directly? Facebook page. Yeah, okay. So they came in on Facebook and the very first one, mm. I remember the lady's name, her name's Kirsty Harris and she actually put a picture of her asparagus that was three days old still standing up on the plate saying, oh, my God, by now it would be, you know, wilted and, and unusable. And then a week later she had less asparag- asparagus because she'd been consuming it, <laughs> but yep. she, it was still standing up with a rubber band around it on the plate and she's going, are you freaking kidding me? Look at the colour of this thing and how crisp it is. Yeah. And then two weeks later she did another photo again and and and, she, and then her friends and family started buying it, then their friends and family started buying it and it just sort of grew and took mm. off from there. So that was... And, it, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't really stopped. Well, okay, let's talk about Oprah. <laughs> Yes. That's, that's another dream. Yes, that was pretty huge. And, okay. I, you know, I've known, obviously, her, we, we were over in Expo West in Anaheim in the US, which is the world's biggest natural products expo, and we actually had a, a stand there. And we were just gauging, you know, response from people and uh, a b- bunch of influencers and people came up and retailers and were incredibly interested in the product. But uh, Oprah's editor grabbed uh, some samples and said, oh, my God, Oprah's going to love this. And so I got her card. When I got back to Australia, I wrapped this huge box 
with gold paper and, and be- gold tissue paper and swag stickers and I packaged it really beautifully and put a handwritten note in saying, please make sure some of these make it into Oprah's fridge and and just put a whole range of the products that I had at the time and, um, and sent it off to the US. <laughs> and I didn't hear anything for literally nine months and then in January this year they contacted me and said, oh, you're in the magazine but you've got, you, you've got to fill out. There was a huge amount of due diligence that they needed to do to be sure that we're a legitimate company and our products and they'd already been trialling them so they knew they worked. Um, and so then, yeah, so then they they um, put us in the magazine. We scrambled and had to set up a, a .com website because we couldn't do a .com.au and ship from Australia. It had to be a US website. So we, we built a website and we got found warehouse and distribution and got product over there, air freighted from Australia. Just in what to timeline? Get... That would have been like really quickly done, wouldn't it? Three weeks. Oh. <laughs> when I got the call in, when I got the email in January, you, there was no guarantees that we were going to be in the magazine mm. and they couldn't guarantee that we would be. So, um, so I sort of was sitting and we couldn't make any moves until they said, yes, you're guaranteed to be in the magazine, and that's when we took off and we had three weeks to get it into the US and we made it, we did it. And what was the response? It was a great response. We're still getting, you know, steady orders coming out of there that we've had um we've had a lot of interest from tv and um different networks over there and other influences so we're just and we've got we've onboarded now um probably about 15 retailers in the u.s um and canada so um and we've got a whole heap more that are, that we're talking to at the moment that are putting in orders so we've just you know we've been at one expo and just the stars aligning you know a hundred percent yeah wow. so if oprah's editor hadn't have come and spoken to you at that expo would you have still had um i mean it wouldn't have been the same response but would the expo have still been worth your while we, we got, we, we had hundreds of people that were interested, but the problem was we didn't have any stock sure. in yeah. America. So it was kind of, um, yeah, it, it would have been a waste without Oprah, but I think everything happens for a reason. We yes. had a couple big influence, influential personality take samples as well, but um, sort of nothing came of that, but I don't know whether that actually reached the person it was supposed to reach. Mm. But, um, you know... Uh, if yeah, everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. <laughs> you know when you yeah. sent the product off to Oprah's team, did you? And you didn't hear from them for nine months. Did you follow them up at all, or did you just think, "Oh, I'll just wait and hear"? I followed them up. Probably. Yeah. And and did you get any response when you followed them up? None. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. You'd so expect that though, really, wouldn't you? I guess. I guess so. But then I thought, you know, it's it was. It was a lot of product I sent over there and mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's a lot to ask a small business but, of yes. course, you've got to be in it to win it. And, mm-hmm. and I was thinking it would be nice to get some kind of feedback and then you start wondering whether the person that you've spoken to is legitimate and you start, well, I actually looked into that before and made sure that she was the editor and that she was all linked and, and so I did my research. Uh, but, um, yeah, so, but, but you know, they're busy and they've got so many people contacting oh, them. can you imagine? Oh, they would have so, so many people always following and just constantly harassing them, I think. Yeah, 100%. I, th- I do think, you know, when they contacted me, I was just so 
uh, over the moon, you know, and I said, look, I'll move heaven and earth and I will, you know, I'll get stock in and I'll do it. I, you know, I just need to know what date you can tell me. And they were, from that point that they contacted me, they were very forthcoming with all the information I needed. And they, you could tell that the team really wanted the product to be successful and, yeah, and were. And then out of the blue, you know, when I get the magazine, I realised I'm on Oprah's O-list, which just happens to be her favourite. Oh, <laughs> sustainable products so we're in the o-list double page spread and there's the swag popping out right from the middle and I was like you've got it they didn't even mention that to me wow. so that was just icing on the cake really oh my gosh that's so incredible that's so good it is good. In the US, a lot of people obviously very much trust anything Oprah puts her name to. So we've used that as point of sale um, for our retailers and as seen in O Magazine, they know it's a big a big thing over there. It's like a whole, the holy grail to be on Oprah's O list. So uh, it's a huge selling point and makes the, the selling the product at the point of sale a whole lot easier. Yeah, well, it's just got instant trust and credibility, hasn't it? Yeah. So the swag supports Destiny Rescue. Can yes. you tell us just a little bit about that? Sure. Well, when the swag was sort of bubbling away and I'd gotten all my my prototypes and whatnot, but I was um, still working full time and I was on maternity leave at this time with my second child and I was on the couch snoozing off and there was a documentary on about to start and it was, um, I, I didn't know what the documentary was. I love watching documentaries and it started um, within three minutes into this documentary, it was talking about this horrific circumstances of children trapped in human trafficking and so I literally was in tears. I couldn't listen or watch the rest of the documentary. I just came straight into my office and that's when I registered the names, the URL and started the patent and process patent process as well because I really wanted to generate I give a lot to charity I still do I have you know a number of charities that I donate to but I just didn't feel I wanted to do something more I didn't feel just giving money and so I wanted to create a revenue stream so a portion a dollar portion of every product sold goes to Destiny Rescue uh, which is helping children who are trapped in uh, human trafficking and a, a large portion of that of the money that we're putting forward is for prevention rather than cure so it's going to families who perhaps may be forced to sell a child oh. and helping them keep those children out of of you know being trafficked essentially so there's some for rescue and then there's uh, a portion as well f- for preventing which I think is a really important oh part my of goodness. the process yeah. yeah so I just you know you just look at your children or any child and just to think that they're you know they're just a commodity and they're just um tradable and dispensable and oh, it's, just, it's just horrific horrific oh so my gosh, what a fabulous cause it is. It's a dark cause and it worried me because I thought, uh, but, you know, you can't put in your head in the sand about some of these yeah, things. Yeah, right. happening. It's the number one. It's it's the human trafficking and slavery is at it's, its largest that it's ever been per capita in the, in the history of mankind. So, um, you know, it's, 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 it's bigger than, you know, drugs and weapons. I didn't know <laughs> so, that. 
Yeah, it's up. It's right up. It, 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 well, I heard a report that it was second to, to oh second biggest black market, but I've actually heard for many years that it's the number one black market. But it's very untraceable and it's very hidden and it's very, you know, it's it's diffi- difficult to put a, 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 a number on it. But yeah, it's it's definitely up there with one of the top black markets in the world. Oh my gosh! Well, good on you for doing something about that because um, you know, as you say, it's a very hard topic to face. It is. Mm. It is. But you know, they're children. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just before we close up, I've got one more question. Is what what next for the swag? Because you're doing so much. I'm sure you've got lots of ideas, but is there anything that you can reveal? We've got some new products that are coming that I can't reveal, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, we're, we're heading off to Expo West, uh, which is Anaheim this time, which will be really exciting because now we're fully fledged and, and able to trade, which we weren't last time we were there. So Make I think that's going to be this time, won't it? Um, and we've, you know, we've got a few little things, iron, irons in, uh, overseas that we, you know, in the irons in the fire that we're sort of having bumble along. Um, Shark Tank in the US have asked us to come and and be involved. Will so, you? Uh, pardon? Will you get involved? I don't, I don't know. There's some... Um, Logistics is one. <laughs> I think you have to have a... Um, Oh, citizenship. Um, not citizenship. It's not citizenship, but I've got to look into it. But I haven't. Oh they've reached out to me, but I haven't quite had the time to look into it yet. But we'll we'll consider that. The Australian uh, Shark Tank would be much more um, would be much easier. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we because I've done Shark Tank in Australia. Oh, have you? I didn't know that. Yes, I did. I got a deal on Shark Tank in Australia in July last year. Oh wow. So, um, so, yeah, so that was exciting and great exposure for the brand. Oh, my um, gosh. Really, it's a, it's a great platform, you know, I think, to, to to have these astute investors in front of you that mm. can really, that they offered me so many insights to my business that you didn't see. I was actually on camera for, it was over an hour um, and they edited it down to six minutes. So you don't see a lot of the conversation that goes into um, the show, but th- there was a lot of, of valuable um, advice that I received just, just standing on camera. Wow. So, And then obviously, you know, working with the Richards Group as well now has been um, a, great, a great asset to the business as well. What, I mean, look at the opportunities this business has, you know, you know, I mean, I know it's the business hasn't brought it your way, but the the opportunities that you've been allowed during this journey are incredible. They are. I think it's interesting because the swag is, um, I mean, there's so much good intention there, you know. It's helping yeah. save households a lot of money, $1,500 a year in food waste, the average Australian household saving. And then you're removing plastic from your environment and from up against your food, which is very toxic and linked to a lot of diseases. Um, and then, you know, you're... you're acting thoughtfully and consciously about what you know how you're treating and what you know treading through through life in this on this planet uh and then you know and then obviously there's the destiny rescue side so your money that you when you're buying swags it's you're actually supporting a great cause there um and the products are built to last years and years and when they come to the end of their life they have zero impact on the on the planet and wildlife so uh again doesn't it 
yeah, there's a lot of good intention and I think people can sense the honesty and the integrity that's uh, around the brand and that everything that we say we're going to do, we do and our products work and, and, you know, and so people are quite surprised that they actually do what they say they do in a world where, you know, products are made to break and just don't do what they, they promise. So... And I think for that reason, there's a lot of good energy and a lot of good karma coming yeah. coming um, back to to the to the swag and the and the the company. So it's good. It's good. So good. So Peter, where can everyone find the swag? Well, we've got a number of stockists. Harris Farm have just put in their very first order, so they should be in store any any moment now yeah. uh, across all stores. Um, we've got online at theswag.com.au. You can purchase our products with free delivery for in Australia for orders over $40. And then we've got about 400 stockists around the country, so eco stores and IGAs, and um, we've got some on fabulous online customers as well well like nourish life and biome and flora and fauna so um so there's lots of places you can find us and go into your local retail and, and you think if, if the swag should be in there just say why haven't you got the yeah. swag why, why is the swag not here yeah <laughs> ask for it get them stocking it because it's, oh. it's peter thank you so much for joining us here i have absolutely loved this conversation Thank you for having me. It's great to have been here and thank you for your support because you were one of the first people to shout out to the world on through um, social media. I remember. It feels like yesterday. It does, doesn't it? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Time's flying. It's ridiculous. But thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs>